0: For those of you who are new and those of you who have been with us for a while, welcome to Raven's Heart. In just a few moments, we're going to be talking to the very talented Xandria Cross. As you can see, I have with me the very talented Xandria Cross. Xandria, welcome to Raven's Heart.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Glenn, you are awesome. So, this is always a pleasure.
0: Thank you. I just need to kind of take the humble pill just for a second after you say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is, uh, it's always exciting to have you on. It's been about two years since we've had you with us. And, uh, that was a really exciting addition that we did a few years ago. But since then, you've been, uh, really busy. You just released a song entitled escape you now on the surface this sounds like a song about trying to avoid or escape an obsessive boyfriend or girlfriend but i know that you're a lot deeper than that and there's a deeper meaning to this song can you tell us what this song is about
1: yes so escape you kind of addresses that um that thing that we all face of not feeling good enough or not feeling like we are ever going to be worthy. Um, And it really just brings that to the surface and brings that struggle to light, but shows that even in the midst of all of it, God is by our side in the valley or on the mountaintop, but he's there to pick us back up and to help um, help us just keep going. Um, So Escape You also mixes the story of the prodigal son. It's inspired by that as well as the story of Adam and Eve. And it kind of combines those two things and the message in that um, to show that you don't have to reach perfection in order to be loved and that God will be with you no matter what step you are on in your journey.
0: That is a lot rolled up into one. I knew that it was much (laughs) deeper than that. I've listened to the song And we're going to talk more about that. We're going to take a deep dive into it after we listen to the song a little bit. But you did a collaboration on this song. Now, back in the day in the 80s and 90s when I was growing up, collaborations were rare, but now they seem to be more of a thing. Can you tell us about that collaboration?
1: Yes, that was so much fun for me. I had kind of started working on the chorus for the song um, before I even had the beat or the beat idea, but I knew I wanted something just talking about, you know, wh- where we can be and how God will be with us no matter how far we try and run or think that we can escape him um, in our in our mess or in our problems. I, I knew I wanted to cover that in the song. And so I started writing the I run to the east, I fly to the west. And thinking of all the different parallels that you can have, the lyrics say, I run to the east, I fly to the west, I drive down south, I hide in the hedge. And that was specifically pulling from Adam and Eve, them hiding in the garden, um, wow. thinking that they could escape God um, or hide from him. But ultimately, we can't. He, he, He's all-knowing, he's omnipresent, and he's always with us. So those were kind of the ideas that were behind the lyrics there. Um And then J1W, Joshua, um, just randomly, we connected on Instagram, which was awesome. And he is a producer based out of the UK. Um, So we've never actually met in person, but he is, uh, I think he's 17 years old now, but super young, just working really hard, but making amazing music for the kingdom. And his, his heart is incredible. Just the messages that he's spreading on his social media and um, just the person that he is. We've had Zoom calls before and just getting to talk to him before doing this project was really cool, but he sent me some beats and um, I loved every single one of them, which was crazy because I can be a little bit picky. um, And because I'm used to working with DJ Daddy, my dad and I have (laughs) done most of our production um, for all my previous songs, aside from a few. Um, so I kind of know what I like, but as soon as I listened to these beats that he sent, I knew it was a God connection and, um, I was just having so many ideas. And then that chorus came back to me and I sang it over the beat that he sent. And I was just, just shocked at how well it worked. And then I sang it for my family and they loved it. And so, um, that was just so cool. So we started working on that song and I I fleshed it out, I wrote a little bit more of it, the pre-chorus, the verses, um, but I wasn't really settling on something for the second verse. I I just wasn't feeling like it was at the level that I knew it could be, and I felt like the song had a lot of potential, so I reached out to one of my friends, El DeWan, who's actually one of the artists that I listen to all the time, so... I I just love his music in general and his message and his heart. Um, he's amazing, but I reached out to him and was like, hey, here's the song, would you be interested in being on it and doing a feature? And he was like, yeah, I'd love to and sent me his feature super quick. And it just really gelled with the message of the song. Um, but I especially love collaboration in this way on a song like this, because you can get multiple perspectives and you can have different people who have experienced the same thing, tell their version of the story. Because I know that I might not be able to experience um, running from God in the sense that someone else might be running from God in their story or how they've come back and found that redemption. Um, So to have that, and then not only the piece of the song that they're adding, but have their whole catalog of music for, people who've connected with the song to go back and listen to, um, or to hear more about their specific journey, um, behind it, just adds that weight and adds that, um, power to it that I just love. And they're both just amazing brothers in Christ doing awesome things. So I, I love lifting the kingdom up and the more we can do together, I think just the better. So.
0: It's amazing what technology has done now where you can do these collaborations. And that might be a reason why we see more of them now today, because it used to be it had to get everybody into the studio to do the collaboration. And now they can do it from their home and you can do it from your home and it can all be mixed together. Yeah, it really makes a big difference. And I really like the collaborations because you're right, it does share a different perspective and you're telling a story in this song it's, it's very evident that that's what's going on so mm. for our viewers and listeners let's take a listen to this song this is called escape you and it is by xandria cross
2: on the run i'm a fugitive what i've done kind of complicated I'm kinda in trouble. Yeah, I. That's a crazy mess. This path, a little dangerous. Cover tracks. Proud to say my name I feel so ashamed Now I'm running, running, running I run through the east. Things
0: Got some teeth to it. You have really grown since the last time we Thank talked you. and since the last time I've seen you. I have to ask a lot of this song reminds me of what David wrote in Psalm 139. Did you refer to Psalm 139 at all when you were writing this?
1: I honestly didn't. I'm going to have to go back and read that now because I have been, you know, referencing a lot of scripture. Going up to song releases, I love doing deep posts and things that can kind of relate to that. So I was thinking about that kind of stuff, but I honestly didn't read that. So I'm gonna have to do that. The Prodigal Son I referred to a lot yeah. and Adam and Eve I referred to a lot, but I, I love that. Thanks for bringing it up.
0: Yeah, I was reading that this morning because I was listening to the lyrics. I was like, whoa, this reminds me of Psalm 139 where David says, if I ascend to the heavens, you know, basically if I take a plane and fly real high, I can't escape you. And if I make my bed in hell down in the south, down in the ocean, I can't escape you. And you you talk about all those things. So yeah, go back and take a look. at, And that just indicates to me that this is truly inspired by the Spirit of God. I mean, it nails it. (laughs)
1: That is so like, that's the cool thing about, you know, writing something like this, that is just kingdom music. I can't take credit for it. We can't take credit for it. Like this is God's message. And he just brought all these different messengers together, gave us the vision and it's, it's his song. So that is really cool. I always love coming across stuff like that. So man, Uh, love it.
0: That is so neat. And it just goes to show that David was, Probably thinking about all those scripture verses as well as well about Adam and Eve and all of that yeah. when he wrote that psalm. It's just really neat how it's all tied together. So speaking mm-hmm. of theology and, you know, experiencing God in a lot of ways, a lot of great art and music is the result of an experience that somebody has. And I wanted to ask you, was there a time that you discovered that you can't escape God in your own life? And something that inspired this song?
1: Well, honestly, I feel I feel really blessed to have not ever run far away from God in my life. Um, but that's only because I've just experienced Him in such a way that I know I couldn't, because I just see life with Him and what that is like. Like it's it's a totally different level of living, and. So when I start taking things back into my own hands or trying to take back the control, cause I love, I love control and I'm working on that. I'm working on letting go <laughs> my tight, tight grip on things. But whenever I just release things to him, I see how he far surpasses anything that I could have imagined to do with things or how he's just there. And that comfort and that peace in times of struggle, like it, it's, it's supernatural, and you know this, but having experienced that, I just know there's no way that that I could run from it first of all. And even if I did, even if I were to mess everything up, even if I were to never have accomplished anything of of note or anything of value or put anything that made me successful into the world, um, that God's love for me would still be the same. And that is where I really just have to sit sometimes and think because I'm a firstborn. So the way, you know, the birth order works, I am all about achieving things and like to prove myself. And if someone tells me no, I'm like, okay, well watch, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it even better than you think that I can. (laughs) And so I have to remind myself, God loves me just as me because that's who he created me to be. I am, I am worthy because I'm his child and so i i have to dial dial back and remind myself because i will go and just try and you know do as many things as i can and sometimes it's disguised as oh i i just am doing this for me or i'm doing this to help other people but um seeing his love and how how just real and um without strings and without conditions it is like is so special so that's the the I can't escape you like I I can't get rid of you no matter how bad I am I can't get rid of you no matter how many times I fail or no matter how many times I disobey or just fall astray um and that unconditional love and acceptance is just oof it's hard to fathom and I don't fathom it I have to I have to keep trying daily to grasp that Um, And that's part that's a big part of what this song means to me, um, because we all fall short and I have my moments of failure or of just frustration with where I'm at and wanting to be further or not feeling like I'm doing enough. And that's when he just hits me and says, I love you and I'll always love you. And I made you. And so that makes you special. So.
0: That is so encouraging. And your perspective is very encouraging to me because, if I understand correctly, you've grown up in a household of faith. Is that correct?
1: Yes. I think since I was about five years old, my parents kind of committed to the faith because they grew up on the opposite side of the spectrum. So, with them kind of growing up in their early years, not knowing God, they, when they got it, it was a radical transformation for them. Yeah. And they've just been sold out ever since. Um, so I, I feel lucky to have had that, just that vibrant um, mm-hmm. faith in my family, because it wasn't something that, you know, for generations and generations, that they went to church and that's just what you did, um, um, they were yeah. discovering. And so I was discovering with them and it was pretty exciting for all of us. Um, I remember being young and wanting a Jesus birthday party because I was just so excited about Jesus. I want to theme everything about him. So um, (laughs) I feel, yeah, I feel very beneficial to have grown up in a family that just was always about learning about the gospel and seeing, okay, how can we apply this to our daily lives? And we still do that, still have those family conversations. So it's really, really great. And You know, if we don't know something, we go and we search for answers. (laughs) They are great about telling me, don't take my word for it. Like, go find the answers for yourself and find the facts. Dig into the research because there's so much evidence out there. And I think when people just base their faith on the faith of their parents or just try and have blind faith or um, faith without even, you know, knowing why they believe it, it's not going to stand the test of time and stand the storms that the enemy's going to throw at you. So really I encourage everyone to, you know, find those things search because God is an incredible creator and he's left so many handprints on everything that he's done. I mean, even just looking inside the Bible, there's so much that just points back to divine inspiration um, that man could not have tr- written if they tried A superhuman couldn't have formulated some of these things or a supercomputer. Um, if you look in Matthew at the heptatic structure of all the genealogy of Christ down to like the, the vowels in all of the names are divisible by seven. The words are divisible by seven. Like the male <laughs> names are divisible by seven. Like everything is divisible by seven. And it just goes smaller and smaller and smaller. And there's so many things that um once my mom when we were homeschooling she was like okay now try and write like try and come up with this many names that you can divide by seven and so we tried It's like, oh, that's pretty hard and then she's like okay now try and make the vowels divisible by seven okay try and make this divisible by seven and the more and more she kept adding on that is in the bible the more we're like this is impossible i can't do this but yet that is something that um was found in the Bible. So that's just so cool to me. And that's one of the many things that just, you know, speaks to the truth and the supernatural, just amazingness that's in the Bible. It's so cool.
0: I love your passion for Jesus and I love your passion for the word and how we can just kind of nerd out on the Bible here when we're talking about <laughs> great music as well. I mean, there's just so yeah. many, so much depth to you and so many layers. And that's kind of the next thing I want to talk about because I've known that you're very proficient in martial arts, but now I see that you're involved in theater as well. Can you tell us about uh, the projects that you've been working on in theater?
1: yes so i ever since i was young i've always just been passionate about creative things i had my trio singing acting dancing and i just kind of rotated through them as a kid and just couldn't really give any of them up um so it's been something i've been passionate about a long time and that's actually theater is one of the reasons that um My mom even came to faith because she sent me to vacation Bible school at our church. And um, the way this vacation Bible school was done was not your average vacation Bible school. It was this huge ginormous production with people repelling from the ceiling and they would make it rain inside and have pyro and fire and like all this crazy stuff to tell these biblically based stories. And weave into a lesson and weave into salvation and the gift that jesus has offered us so me being my five-year-old self already drawn to the arts i went and i saw one of these shows um at this vacation bible school and just was enamored and i fell in love with just everything about it and for the next year on the playground i would pretend to be these characters be like, okay, mom, you play Shardiva and I'm going to play blaze and we're going to act this out. And, um, so she knew the next year that she had to send me back because I obviously loved it so much. And, um, so long story short, she felt bad that it was like free babysitting. So she volunteers, she ends up in this classroom and here's the, the crucifixion story and is just blown away. And so the Lord starts working in her heart and just starts revealing things to her and as she's searching and trying to understand eventually she just has that switch that's flipped one day so that was kind of my first introduction to live theater and just how powerful it can be and since then i have just you know loved loved telling stories whether that be through music whether that be through acting or dance i feel like the creative arts are so special because you can portray a story and a message and emotions and human connection and just so many amazing things through art. So I have been pursuing that when I can and just seeing what opportunities God opens up for me. Um, And lately I've been blessed. It's been hard with COVID stuff. The theaters have shut down ever since that happened, but things have been opening up more And I've been privileged to work on a couple projects.
0: I understand that you're doing a project about Anne Frank right now too, is that correct?
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: Wow, I wanna talk about that more in a moment. We've gotta take a quick commercial break from our sponsor and we'll be right back in just a flash to talk about Xandria Cross's role in a
1: theater production about the life of Anne Frank.
0: And we are back. So Xandria, tell us about this production about Anne Frank that you're in right now.
1: So this this show has been very just very interesting to be a part of because obviously if you've read the diary or you know anything about it, you know that it's a rough story and it doesn't have a happy ending, which is it's a heavy show to be a part of very different from other things that i've done in the past i've been a part of um, a couple productions that you might have heard of the line the witch in the wardrobe which is c.s lewis um so that you have the redemption at the end and um i've also been a part of the best christmas pageant ever which is about um these bad kids who basically get in the church christmas pageant and they everyone thinks they're going to ruin it and mess it up but in the end um they end up just discovering something more there and um just the power of the christmas story so those are the kinds of productions that have really touched me in the past uh, among other ones but this one was different because of the historical accuracy of it you know, it's about the life of the Franck family and the Vandans and um, the stentist friend of theirs, Mr. Dussel. and what happens inside this annex for two years. And then at the end, you know the the Nazis find them and they're taken off to a concentration camp. So that is a hard thing to portray because it's very emotional. And every night, I am trying to lose Zandria and become Margaret, um, which is on sister. Um, So I am constantly thinking, what is she thinking in this moment? What is going through her head? How is she living every day? And because she is a real person, I've done my research on her and tried to learn how she was spending her days and um, the scenes in the play are all scenes pulled straight from the diary of Anne Frank. So they're all things that really happened. And um, you have the joys, the joyous moments, the moments of hope. You have the moments uh, where they're just scared of being caught. And then you just have the, you know, the moment at the end where they're uncertain of the future and of what's going to happen. Um, and so it's been, it's been emotionally very, very, I I guess eye opening and hard because every night on stage there's this one scene where I cry. So I have to get myself in to that, into that headspace and it's really emotionally heavy, but special and it's got this connection and it's so sad that just evil has come into the world. And this is the product of, of the enemy and his attack on um, God's people. And so It's very real because religious persecution is something that is mentioned in the Bible and it's something that could very well come around again. Um, And so to to see that happening in this story is really real and it's close to home. Um, So I feel very privileged to just get to explore this story more and be educated and um, share it with people, hopefully, to um, inspire them to just be grateful for the freedoms that we do have now. and um, be grateful for the loved ones in our life that we that we often take for granted. There's so many things that we take for granted and that I take for granted. And being on the set where it's this small, enclosed space that all these people are living for two whole years, I get to go home after rehearsal or after the show and go out into the big wide world. But they weren't even allowed to look outside a window like for two whole years and feel fresh air. And so it's done a lot for me in just being grateful and learning like, okay, I've got it so good. My problems are very trivial compared to what they were going through and compared to what some other people in the world are going through right now. Yeah, Um, Yeah. (laughs) Things come full circle, but um it's been it's been a great experience overall one that i am definitely so glad that i got to be a part of um and it's been neat to learn about the culture and things like that too i learned a couple hebrew prayers that are songs actually so there's two hebrew songs i get to sing and just learning the translation for all of it is really neat to be able to sing that prayer every night um in the story so. It's been very, very fun um, and special. And I we have one more weekend left of it. So four more shows or so, and then uh, that will be done. But I've been so, so excited to just learn and dive into it.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of learning there. I want to ask, how has playing this role in this production impacted your perspective of human nature i mean this is one of the darkest times in human history and how has it you know affected the way that you know you perceive just human nature right now
1: man well it just shows how the enemy's lies can so easily creep into people's minds if you aren't careful i was watching this one interview with this lady um, who was a Nazi, actually, and she was just kind of born and bred that way. Her older sister was part of one of their programs that was you know working with the youth and training them up, and so that was all she knew. She was indoctrinated with that stuff ever since a young age, and um so she really didn't know any better um, and then I think there's this there's this one book. Is it by, um, it might be by Andy Andrews or I think it's Andy Andrews, but it's called, how do you kill 11 million people? And it says you lie to them. Like that's, that's how, so we have to be extra on guard just with our minds because the enemy, he, he can't, he can't take our souls from us, but he can feed us lies and he can, try and get into our our phones and he can try and get into um just the things that we're surrounding ourselves with to get his narrative across and to get his agenda across until our mindset has slowly shifted and gone way off course of what we would have said we believed so i think it's just proving like we have to feed on the word and we have to guard our hearts, guard our minds um, and just point everything back to true North to God and say, God, does this align with you or does this not? And if not, I don't want any part of it. Um, But we are flawed. We are sinful human nature. I mean, like an escape you, we're bound to fail and bound to um, just go off track and fall into sin and so um we need that savior and we need that um just that redemption that he offers um especially in something like that so it's so so sad and people just they don't recognize um how easy it is to fall into that but Mm -hmm. watching that one interview um with the lady After the fact, she's like, I know it's wrong now, but in the moment I didn't. And um, that's often how people living in sin see it. They think that their side is right and they don't have, they don't back it up with biblical evidence or with um, the truth and true north. And they allow themselves to live in deception for so long and to cause others pain and suffering and their hearts get hardened. And I think that's how over time if you keep letting those influences in your heart will just get more and more hardened until you don't see anything wrong with murdering innocent people and persecuting people who are just out of prejudice like oh yeah it's it's crazy
0: and i really believe we're on that slippery slope right now in the course of history and yeah you know it blows my mind how a lot of times, you know, there are so many people say, well, we don't need to think about that. Or, you know, the people that deny that even the Holocaust happened, you know, that's another ploy of the enemy to get that out of our minds. And then we Mm -hmm. repeat the same thing over and over again. And we are on that slippery slope. And what you were saying about the battle of the mind reminded me how when Jesus was crucified, he was crucified on a hill known as Calvary or Golgotha, which means both in, you know, both in the Greek, um, the place of the skull, you know, and it's mm-hmm. a battle for the mind and that we have to have our minds renewed or we are responsible for renewing our minds every morning Ooh, or every day yeah. in the truth of the words, so that we can protect from those lies. And uh, I like how you held up your phone there because it, there's just so much noise out there and you can pretty much believe what fits your fancy. And,
2: um, exactly.
0: And and all truth, you know, to a lot of people is just relative. There is no truth. And these are things that even, um, Aristotle talked about and Plato they they talked about them. Uh Plato in the Republic wrote about the need for guarding the mind and being a guardian of the mind or those things that you were just talking about will creep in. And it's amazing how much what Plato wrote is very similar to what Paul put in scripture because Paul was very well versed in in Plato and there's a lot of logos that's in what Plato said about guarding the mind and the application of that. So that mm. is so true, so true. Let's switch the topic to a happier Topic now. <laughs> let's and do uh, let's do it. Uh, you are going to be part of Get Revelation Rockfest this year at the Hanahan Amphitheater yes. on May 14th. <laughs> yes. We are bringing you to Charleston, South Carolina. What are you looking forward to the most about coming to Rockfest this year?
1: Oh, man. Well, number one, being with all you awesome people. Like, I just, it's been so long, but I still just remember how how warm and welcoming you and your family were and just charleston in and of itself i love it there and i'm so excited to meet everyone and jam to some good music um and just you know have a big celebration with people sharing music um that god's put on their hearts and just having a big community of um kingdom-minded people so it's gonna be so great and i am i'm so excited I've been craving something like that for sure. I definitely haven't um, done any performing my music for a little bit. Um, And I know it's just gonna be so, so much fun. Also getting to kind of meet the other artists virtually um, up up to the Fest has been so fun. And I know that these are all just incredible, incredible people, Um, not just in creating music but in their hearts and, um, with their love for the people who are coming. I know it's going to be really great. And if if you guys can make it, you're not going to want to miss it. So we want to see you there.
2: This is
0: definitely a show that uh, our viewers and our listeners are going to want to come see, travel to Charleston, yes. South Carolina. Because here's Andrea saying it, there is so much going on behind the scenes right now with this, with the artists getting together virtually, the prayer meetings that we've been having, the meetings that we've been having. And we are really believing that God, this is a piece of a, we're just a piece of a puzzle. And we really believe that God is wanting to bring revival to Charleston and that it'll spread throughout the Southeast. And that this is one of those pieces of that. And I can start seeing that already with these meetings that we've been having. And all of the people that are going to be on stage that are performing are just like Zandria. They have a heart towards the Lord. They're very well grounded in scripture. But more than that, they are just phenomenal artists. And it's going to be so much fun to see everybody just share their gifts in 11 hours of nonstop music.
2: (laughs)
1: It's going to be so good. (laughs) And just like you're saying, like the puzzle, we're a piece of the puzzle, but that means you guys are a piece of the puzzle, too. So in order for us to create this amazing picture at the end and this, this wonderful experience, we need you guys to be there because... God has something for each and every one of you who come that he wants to show you that he wants you to experience. Um, Maybe it's a song lyric. Maybe it's a conversation with one of us during the show. Um, Maybe it's just something that is a God wink just to you that none of us see. But um, we want you to be there and to be able to experience that because God has he has something and we feel him working in this whole festival. So it's going to be awesome.
0: It is. And as you can see below, those that are watching the video right now, you can see where you can get your tickets to see Xandria Cross live at Get Revelation Rock Fest. You can go to lithoscry.com. That's L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y.com and get your tickets right there. It's going to be a great day. That's Saturday, May 14th at the Hanahan Amphitheater. Um, Zandria, I just want to take one more pause for the cause and it's a promo for Get Revelation Rock Fest and we will be right Back. The church in Charleston, South Carolina is leaving the building on Saturday, May 14th for a day of ministry through music at Get Revelation Rock Fest 2022. Headlining Get Revelation Rock Fest at the Hanahan Han Amphitheater is Warriors of Light. Other artists include Jenna Parr, The Last Trumpet, Ziggy, Armor of God, Filthy Rags, Red Calling, Xandria Cross, Nettie, Tricord, and Suffering Gift. More information and tickets can be found on Eventbrite or at LithosCry.com. That's L I T H O S C R Y.com. Come on out and join us to rock on and set captives free with the gospel. Hey, that's a Zandria Cross song at the end of that promo there.
1: (laughs) I was noticing that. That is. I love
0: it. Zandria, you are absolutely correct in saying we need you who are out there that watch this live stream, who listen to the podcast to come to the event. It's great that we can all get together. And I'm looking forward to being with Zandria and the other artists and our team that's putting this event together. But we want you to be there. We really do. And I'm going to put this out there. If there's somebody who wants to be there and just can't financially afford a ticket, contact me. Email me at lithoscry, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y at gmail.com. And we do have people that have purchased tickets on behalf of others who desire to be at Rockfest to experience the event, to experience the music, and meet people like Xandria Man, it sounds just like a PBS telethon commercial right now in a lot of ways. <laughs> People, viewers like you, but way better. And you are not going to regret coming. This is not just your typical music festival. It's not just another Christian music festival. God has shown me and shown everybody that's working on this. This is something that is of Him and He's got something. I don't even know exactly what it is that He's going to do. I am going with expectation xandria before we close out uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share this evening
1: oh man well this has been such a pleasure um i have a lot of exciting new stuff that's in the works one song is about to get sent off to mixing and mastering so there's definitely a lot more coming and if you guys want to hear um any of the music that was mentioned today you can check it out on your favorite streaming platform Uh, under the name Xandria Cross. So X-A-N-D-R-I-A. Cross, you can find me everywhere. I'm on basically every platform too. So definitely connect with me. Let me know that you found me here and I'd love to have a conversation and pray with you or um, just encourage you in any way. So feel free to reach out. Um, And if you want to stay up to date, all the socials are where you can find the upcoming details and behind the scenes sneak peeks.
0: Zandria, thank you so much for joining us. Man, you said that so well. I, I think I need to make you an official co-host eventually of the, of the live stream. That is just so well done. And just just your insights into scripture are so refreshing. Again, this is Zandria Cross with us. And until next time, people, peace out and rock on.
2: Lithoscry.com.